We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hi, everybody. It's Kirk Henderson. We're here with a new podcast we're going to be trying to do after a fair amount of games. It's going to be MMB After Dark. Well, we just had the first preseason game about an hour ago with the Mavericks losing to the Thunder uh, 104 to 119. Uh, it was a nationally televised game in which Chris Porzingis was ruled out of the game at about noon, which I, I think was we were kind of 50-50 about going in. We knew he wasn't going to play back-to-backs. Uh, and then we found out about 90 minutes before tip-off that Luka Doncic wasn't going to play, essentially making a preseason game pointless. Now, I, I, I do understand that you know, maybe none of these teams really want to play preseason games and it's a, it's a means to make a little more money. And then if that's the case, they need to figure this out at the next uh, contract bargaining agreement discussion, because that was just tonight's game was essentially a waste of everybody's time and an excuse to play uh, 15 or 16 different guys, five or six of which aren't going to make the final roster. It was a, a, I mean, it was, a, it was fun to watch basketball. I really like, you know, like the concept of basketball. I don't like 54 fouls. I don't like, uh, you know, just, just kind of how ugly and random the game was. I don't feel like there was anything we could uh, take away definitively, not to be too much of a grump. Um, that That's just kind of my, my my first take on things. Josh, you, you got to watch, what do you think, about half of it? Yeah, half of it, and then the, the other half I heard on the radio. So I kind of got the full picture of the game. I just... Part of it was radio, part of it was TV. 
So what, what um, any anything to take away from you the the first you know the first semblance of basketball? Yeah. Well, I was hoping we could get a. I know it's the preseason, so it's almost impossible to expect this. But I was hoping we were going to get some uh, clarity on maybe starting lineup rotations, something like that. And with your two best players being out, that kind of threw that all out the window uh, because three of the candidates for that fifth starter spot all started with Kristaps mm-hmm. and Luca not playing. Hardaway Jr., Justin Jackson, Dorian Finney-Smith all started. Uh, they yeah. all played about. They all played 15 minutes. Uh, it was pretty obvious. You know, Jackson had a good game, 14 points, hit a couple threes. Um, he seemed uh, he seemed to do pretty well, especially early on in the first half. Didn't really impact the game much outside of his uh, out of his buckets. Uh, only one rebound, one assist. And that's not really his game. You know, he just needs to hit spot up threes and try to be somewhat of a defender uh, on the wing. So I guess it was just nice to see him hit shots. That's the biggest thing with me. You know, can can he take what he did post uh, trade deadline and and keep that going because his previous body of work was not great or inspiring in terms of him being a reliable shooter. Um, it was good to see Maxi hit a couple threes. Cause that's another guy that I'm not sold on in terms of, can he be a reliably average to slightly, maybe above average three point shooter because, you know, the Mavericks just need to get shooting from wherever they can get it without outside of Luca and outside of Chris, uh, Chris stops. Um, I guess something interesting, Seth Curry only played nine minutes. That was probably kind of the weird thing. I wasn't sure why he didn't get a lot of run. Um, maybe they just wanted to see what some of the other younger guys had. You know, Josh Reeves got 24 minutes, which was cool. Uh, he's definitely the darling right now. And I could see why, he, you know, he kind of, I think on Twitter, everyone was calling him like chaotic good. Um, and it seemed to kind of fit his game. He's a little wild in good ways and bad, but uh yeah, I, I was hoping just to see a little bit more maybe clarity on, on what the Mavs are going to do in the regular season, and I feel like we didn't really get any of that aside from, hey, Jackson's still shooting well, and and Kleba hit a couple threes, which was nice. But otherwise, it just kind of felt kind of weird and off, which I guess you norm- is I guess is normal for the first preseason yeah. game, but uh, I, I was just hoping for a little more. And you know, you know I'm right with you. I know you, you mentioned this in the recap, and we talked about it on Twitter, but it is, it is really baffling how – this is the first preseason game on national TV and you don't have Kristaps and Luca playing. I know they're going to play tomorrow, but you almost wonder who is going to play tomorrow. You know, is Delon Wright going to play? How much is he going to play? How much is Jackson going to play? How much is Kleba going to play? So it's almost like you're still not going to get it after two preseason games. I can't expect we're still going to have a good look on, on a potential starting lineup. Uh, but yeah, that, that really was just kind of bizarre. It's just so funny because ever since Kristaps was traded in January, it was like, everyone just kind of stopped caring about the season. Not fully, but you know, it was like, okay, can't wait till October. Can't wait till November. Uh, Cause that's when, you know, this is really going to kick up a notch with Kristaps coming back and for him and Luca to not play in the first game after all the preseason hype and the huge, the, you know, the really great turnout and enthusiasm and reaction they got from that uh, open scrimmage in Dallas. Uh, it just kind of felt like the balloon popped a little bit today mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. It's not a big deal, but it just feels like kind of one of those stupid things that like, why, like, why did this happen? Like it, it, it shouldn't have been like that hard. Uh, I know we don't, maybe don't want to dwell too much on it, but I, I had to bring it up cause it was just kind of, it was just weird. It bugged me. Well, I mean, for me, it personally ruined my night. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I rescheduled some things like they hyped this stuff up and then, you know, they go to Tulsa 
and you know understanding that they set their own preseason schedule i just don't understand this there there's more to it than i understand i'm i'm not i'm not getting the full picture i i'm willing to give the Mavs benefit of the doubt on that but this was just it was, it was just kind of stupid i i the other the thing i'm looking at you know when i go back through the game uh josh reeves is a riot he just strikes me as a carlisle guy uh, despite the fact that his box score is somewhat of, of just a mess. He was three of 10 from the floor. He had three turnovers. Uh, the, the other, like, just browsing through this, like, did you know Ryan Burkhoff had 10 rebounds, including four offensive rebounds? I <laughs> I, I don't want to get into it too much just because I, I, I'm concerned that it'll be a thing that we beat the crap out of our, all year, but rebounding is going to be a problem for this match team. Yeah, look at the starting lineup rebounding totals. Yeah. It's not great yeah. tonight. Those guys played 15 minutes and grabbed a grand total of six boards. Uh, you can't you can't have that. Now, part of that was the Thunder just shooting the lights out. Uh, uh, they're really good from three, but that also is the fact that like the team just really wasn't playing good defense. I mean, I, I don't want to I don't want to dwell too much on any specific like team aspect. I'd rather kind of you know. Look at, look at, you know, just how they played. They shot, you know, they shot 31 uh, three-pointers out of, a, uh, you know, out of 90, uh, what is it? I got here, 94 field goal attempts, which is actually, you know, fewer than I would have. Oh, no, never mind. They shot 50 three-pointers and only hit 13 of them uh, out of 94 threes, which is, is just really on par for what they did like last year. They're bad at shooting threes and they shot a lot of them. Um, I, I don't know what we're really going to do about that. I think obviously, you know, if Seth Curry's only playing nine minutes and then, you know, you have Luca and KP off the floor, like it really not, you, you can't really take away anything from, from that sort of, uh, a performance, but it is interesting to see that like they're committing to how they want to play. It's whether it will actually, actually work. And really, you know, they, they played, you know, competitively for three quarters. It's just most of the guys that were playing super hard aren't going to see minutes. So I, I think as as the preseason goes along, you know, you and, and Coop are probably going to have to talk about this a little more than me, just because I don't know if I'm going to get any more of the games until the regular season. But it's, you know, it, it's it's going to be exciting to see them play. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm just fairly disappointed. That, like that was, you know, that's the bubble popping. Like it was super awkward on ESPN. They had all these uh, video packages designed around Luca and KP, and then they're just sitting on the bench the whole time. That that was. Uh, <laughs> That was, you know, particularly special. Then, you know, I'm uh, right now in the background is this uh, this Portland Denver game, and like uh, the 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 Blazers coaches are all dressed up in like '70s attire. The crowd's going nuts, and it's just such a different thing. And and I I I personally don't understand how how Dallas is just so wobbly when it comes to this sort of commitment to like marketing stuff. Like, I, I there's more to it than 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 the than the marketing aspect. It's just an odd deal. I. I'm going to have that taste in my mouth for a while. It's pretty, I was probably unfair in my recap about, about, you know, whether or not they know what they're doing of, of uh, they, they probably do, but it's just every now and again, I, I just get a little salty because this was, well, I kind of, you know, I was, I was hoping for, and, you know, it, it's just kind of a crappy day. And then this was a crappy ending to a crappy day. So there's really well, much more. Yeah. And the big point, you know, you made time to watch this game and you do not live in, you know, you in DC, this was the game you were going to be able to watch. Like, yeah. you got a Mavs preseason game on national television. Like, this was your moment to to kind of have some fun and, and, you know, buy into some more of the hype and, and, and have some fun and get excited about it. And, uh, Rick's gonna Rick, man. He he does it is he does not give a damn about that kind of stuff. He's gonna oh, do yeah. what he wants to do, and uh, I think it's doubled down. Like you mentioned earlier, what makes it even worse, you know, it's not just you know that's a big deal. KP and Luca not playing, but then it's doubled down by the fact that you know 
the Mavs rosters is kind of set, you know, for as many yes. question marks as we have about starters and stuff like that. Like the rotation guys, we kind of know, like, you know, the guys that got, you know, there's not a lot of room for, for some of these fringe training camp guys to really make a splash. Like it, even if Antonio's Antonio's Cleveland has a really good preseason, like where is he, he's not, where is he going to be on this roster? You know, yeah. uh, you know, Roby's going to be, he's already G league. Like they've already designated him. He's going to, probably play a ton of minutes in the G league and, and we like Reeves, but you know, they've got uh, Finney Smith and Jackson and Hardaway jr. And Brunson and Curry and all these, you know, like where are those minutes going to come from? So it was kind of, it was like twofold. It was like, we didn't get to see the stars. And then the guys that did get minutes are going to be guys that are not, not even not guys that are just not going to get minutes, but they're not even going to be on the roster for the most part. So, so it was, it was just kind of tough to, especially after I feel like the last week, you know, there was such excitement and that open scrimmage. I think they did a really good job and the fans got really into that. Uh, Yeah. It was just, it it was just kind of disappointing from from that aspect. Calling back to like preseasons from yesteryear. Do you think they will actually work out any of these kind of questions that we have? Because I do understand you know, we move on from tonight where KP and Luca don't play. I bet they play in at least because there's four more games, if I'm not mistaken, maybe five, and they should play in the majority of them at least for a, a few minutes to get a feel. I do we think that you know what I remember last year from preseason was basically the game in China, and that's like it where Luca, you know, it, that's kind of the only game that I that I that's like coming to mind. So like for if you remember anything, do you think they're actually going to like get anywhere with this? this preseason stuff, or are we going to have to wait until, you know, the first 10 games of the regular season to see how, to see how some of this stuff starts to shake out. Yeah. I think it's going to be the latter. Cause I mean, they only get four preseason games and they've punted one already. Uh, they're probably going to punt the last one because they don't want anyone to get hurt. Uh, the next one's tomorrow. And since it's a back to back, you know, we know Luca and KP is going to play, but we don't know how much the other guys, you know, Kleba, Wright, Hardaway, Jackson, Finney Smith. I mean, how much, how much can we reasonably expect them to play? Uh, so really I think we've got one shot and that's the the Friday preseason game. It's at home. Uh, maybe that spurs them a little bit to, to try to, enter, you know, give the crowd something to show up for. And that might be their, the closest thing we get to a dress rehearsal game. So that's going to be the one that I'm, I'll, I'll be curious to see. Cause the other one, you know, Tomorrow's back to back. I don't know what we can expect, uh, even with Luke and KP playing. And then the last one, they're just we can't expect them to do much with the last preseason game. Sure. So, so we'll see. We'll see that Friday game. You know, it's at home. You know, hopefully, hopefully they they kind of have a full rotation. They do the dress rehearsal bit, and that's probably going to be the one where maybe we can start seeing some answers. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's hard. It's hard because all these end of the roster end of the roster training camp guys are just not going to be on the team in in three right. weeks. So. <laughs> all these guys taking the minutes instead are not, you know, it's not like they're prospects or, you know, right. Reed is a prospect, but you know what I mean? It's just not, not as pertinent for this season. Exactly. So, all right, guys, this is about all we're going to get to tonight. I think we, you know, Josh and myself and Coop, we're going to, and really the rest of our staff, I think our plan for this is to, you know, figure out what works, figure out what we can get to you guys in quick digestible content that also is a little bit different from some of the other daily podcasts you might be getting. Cause you know, they're the, the mass podcast market is, is, you know, riotously competitive. We had a number of friends and, and, and rivals that we enjoy uh, talking with on social media who, who do great content as well. And we don't want to, uh, 
you know, take up any more time than we need from you. So this will probably be a little bit of an evolving format. I have an idea or two. But Josh and I really just wanted to get back on the horn tonight and start talking hoops because, you know, uh, the, the games really start revving up in a hurry. Today is October 8th. It's about, you know, it's a, about 90 minutes to midnight in the central time zone. And I think we have games uh, starting in, you know, two-ish weeks or so. So this is this is all going to be fun. Um, hopefully we'll be able to do, you know, we probably aren't going to do them for every game. But, you know, if we can do... You know, the, the, the 30, 40, 50, maybe 60 games, that'd be a lot of fun just because we have, uh, you know, other podcasts we're doing at the same time. So uh, thank you for joining me tonight, Josh. Uh, this has been uh, Kirk and Josh with uh, the MMB After Dark podcast. You guys have a good day. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, Just go to cars.com. It's magical.